Couch Confessional, your weekly Debo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number seven. Hope you're doing awesome uh, wherever you are right now here in the United States or around the world. Uh, There's a bunch of you listening around the world as well, so that's pretty cool. So welcome. So glad you all are here. I have to tell you, I have had the most amazing day today. Uh, Went with my son down to uh, a beach called San Onofre. They call it Sano. And uh, it's this awesome beach where uh, we went surfing today. Um, It was beautiful out there. I mean, just absolutely beautiful. I have to say, like, in the middle of the ocean, just out there, these huge waves are like, you just kind of go ebb and flow and up and down. But I got my butt kicked. I mean, it buried me a few times my arms. I'm like so exhausted right now. Um, but it was amazing. I caught like five or six of the best waves. So anyway, having a great day. So glad to be with all of you right now, though. Uh, our passage today is Matthew 27, 46. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama shabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, I started thinking about this a little bit. This passage for me has been um, uh, two-sided. One, just a painful reminder of the death of our Savior. You know, this crying from his soul. Um, But then also this beautiful opportunity for us to live out the way that Jesus expressed his way, uh, his pain to God the Father. And I started thinking through this and I thought, man, uh, uh, there are some really, really silly ways in which we live this passage out uh, or or we pretend like God has forsaken us. You know, like I was trying to think like, uh, have you ever been like here in uh, Southern California? We live near this outdoor mall. It's called Victoria Gardens. And for some reason during this uh, season um, and then like the Christmas season, like on the weekends, it's just packed to the point where it's like you're driving around trying to find a parking spot and you're like, God, what is going on? Right. As if the God of the universe is like uh, super overwhelmed by the fact that you can't find a parking spot. He's like, bro, there's one in the left corner. Just go over there. And you're like, no, 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 that's way too far away. But you still were throwing our hands in the air. God, why can't you provide a parking spot? You ever been in an airport and you're all you want to do is get home like you've been exhausted like I used to work for corporate America and I'd be on these airplanes and I show up uh, to the the terminal get to the area where I need to be and they're like hey just to let you know your your flight's been uh, delayed by like two three hours and you're just like my gosh are you kidding me like you're throwing your hands and you're like god why me why me all all you you know I just want to get home and be with my family like some of you get stuck in traffic right you're stuck in traffic and you're throwing your hands in the area like my gosh why are these people uh, going so slow you know in some ways we're like uh, god why have you forsaken me? Why has this uh, pain come into my life? It's so silly. But then there's other times where like, it's not so silly, right? Like it's really serious. Like uh, some of you have experienced some sickness in your life, you know, and there's a, a point at which you're coming and going, God, it just feels like no matter how hard I cry, 
no matter how much I beg you, this thing is not going away. And it's really hard for me. And maybe you're doing that on behalf of a, of a loved one, right? Like you're like, why? Why? Why is this happening to me? Why is this going on? It feels like, like you're, like you're, that you don't care about what I'm going through right now. Maybe that's you right now. You know, maybe, uh, maybe you're in the midst of you've lost a job, uh, you've got a family to provide for, or you've got bills to pay, and you're like, man, w- what is going on, God? It doesn't even feel like you're concerned, like you care. You know, where are you? Why have you allowed this to happen? You know, why, why won't you find me a job sooner? Why is it that no matter how many applications I put in, it just seems like you're not around, all right? Maybe, maybe you lost somebody, you know, maybe somebody that you love dearly. Maybe it was a dear friend, you know, and, and when they passed, there was this moment at which you felt God had forsaken you, that he has forgotten about you, right? And you're asking him, why? Why did this happen? Why is this going on? Why did you take this loved one from me? And maybe it's just this soul cry, this heart. Have you ever felt guilty for asking that? Have you ever felt guilty for asking God why? I have. I mean, I've struggled with this deeply. I I think uh, I don't struggle with the ones where they're they're silly, you know, about traffic. I'm like, that was dumb. I I should not be complaining to the God of the universe (laughs) about a parking spot or traffic. Although I I think he he probably finds it quite humorous. Uh, Like a child who uh, complains about the fact that they don't like their food. You know, (laughs) it's the adult version of that. Uh, But I have felt very, very guilty. Um, very guilty for during uh, like really difficult times in my life, just screaming out to God, like, why? Why is this happening? Why does it feel like you've turned your back on me? Why is it that this is happening? Can you just make it go away? Where are you? It has felt that way. Um, And I think what I've learned about that says a lot more about me than it says Uh, about God. It it talks about a a wrestle in my soul. But here's the thing that I've really come to find um, in this passage has been helpful for me, by the way, in in this is that I've, I've found that God can take it. You know what I mean? Like here's his son here. Jesus is modeling this moment. Now, mind you, he knows who God is. So he's not doubting God, but he is asking God, why have you forsaken me? I mean, he's sovereign. He knows, but they're in his humanity. He's struggling so deeply. And here's, and, and, and so we do too. Uh, we, we struggle deeply with the things of this world, the, the pains that exist as a result of sin on this side of eternity, we, we really struggle with those things. And, and, and God understands, right? He's not like, you know what? Just deal with it. No, he's like, come on, God can take it. God can take your frustrations. God can take your honesty. God can take your wise. He's not offended by them. Right? He, he, he's not offended by the fact that we honestly come before him and go, I just don't get this. It's too hard. Our problem is, is we just keep him at a distance. We keep pushing him away. My counselor at one point came to me and said, every time you talk about God when something hard is going on, you talk about him like he's so far away. 
And I was like, wow, like a very agnostic way of viewing God. You're far away. You don't care about me. You're not with me. And God is right next to us. He's closer to us than our own heartbeat. That's how we wrap up these podcasts, right? He is near to the broken hearted. He's right here. But he wants you to be honest. He wants you to go ahead and express that you're frustrated with the way that things are going. And this is how I know that. If you, if you have read through the Psalms, and, and we've done a lot of podcasts on the Psalms. Um, if you've read through the Psalms, here's what we know about David. David was a man after God's own heart. But the, the Psalms and David, the psalmist, his language a lot of times is very violent. Like he is, he is struggling with God. He is asking God, God, why are my enemies against me? God, why can I, it seems like I can't get ahead. It seems like they're always coming after me. What are you doing? Why is this happening? Right. And he's frustrated. It's not like God's like, whoa, bro, back it down. No, God's like, come on. If that's how you're feeling, express that to me. Like in Jesus Jesus, the reason why I love this passage is because this is Jesus expressing deep soul anguish. And what does the father say about Jesus? This is Jesus, my son, with whom I'm well pleased. That's both a moment of his baptism and a moment of his grief as he dies for our sins on the cross. God is pleased with him and he calls David a man after his own heart. Why? Because they give them all, they give themselves all to God. They're not holding stuff back. They're, they're giving the, the petition and the praise to God, right? They can find that tension that you live into and in many times, I would imagine David, I mean, as we read through the Psalms, he's repenting because he realizes, oh my gosh, like I'm questioning the God of the universe and I need you to purify my heart, right? But, but at least he's being honest. He's not hiding things. And God wants the last 10%. He wants 100% of you, right? He's not offended by the fact that you're frustrated, right? He's like, come on, give it to me. I can handle it. Just be honest. They say in uh, relationships that, um, that we tend to only give about 90% in communication at, at our best. Um, but the last 10% is what holds the real truth. It's what we really feel like. A lot of times the last 10%, maybe in an argument, comes out in a very negative way, a very nasty way for a lot of us. And so I think the longer I think Patty and I have been married, we're trying to say that last 10%, but not with out of anger or, frust- or, 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 or um, yeah, maybe out of frustration even. Um, sometimes it's okay as long as I can say, look, I'm really frustrated. Um, but we're trying to give that last 10%. God's like, give me the last 10%. Give me the, give me the whole 100%, right? Give it all to me. God wants you to vocalize your pain and confusion to him, right? God wants you to go, you are good and you are just, I don't understand why this thing is happening. I don't understand. Like, I, I imagine Paul, like, I love this passage in Romans where he goes, who can understand the mind of God? Who can comprehend his ways? That's honest. Like, Paul's going, I don't understand all this stuff. I'm not God, right? And if you did understand, you'd be going, I'm God. I got it all figured out. And so, in that struggle, in that tension, we can really move ourselves in a relationship with the Lord by just being honest, 
Like he's okay. He wants you to vocalize your, your pain and your confusion. He wants us to be honest, right? He wants an honest and personal relationship with us. Think about it this way. Like I'm learning to be more and more and more honest with my wife. How much more? How much more to be honest with the God of the universe who's like, I already know it, right? I already know your heart. I already know your frustration. I want you to say it. What's really in there? Stop playing games with me. Just be honest and authentic about where you're at because God will bless those who choose to communicate this way because it's relational, right? I think so often, I don't know about you, but sometimes in prayer, like, you know, I, I find myself just kind of like, oh, God of the universe. Like it just, it just doesn't connect. It feels impersonal. It feels rehearsed. And yes, I honor God and we should honor God. He is high and lifted up. The angels bow down to him in reverence that we should fear the Lord in that type of reverence. But so often what that creates for us is this very lackluster relationship. He's like, come on, give it to me. So why can Jesus be so blunt? Why is he so blunt in this moment? Because he trusts his father can not only handle it, but is sovereign over whatever the result is. This is a a trusting thing. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me going? I'm not going to solve this. You are, you know, but I want to express to you in deep anguish, how hurtful, how hard this truly is. And this is what God is asking from his children. He's asking for us to just be honest, but also for us to remember he is near to us. You know, prayer should be the most honest conversation we have every day. It should be the honest conversation, most honest conversation we have every day. So talk to him. Tell him what you really think. Stop holding back. Because the reality is this, he, he already knows. He already knows how you feel. He already knows what's going on, like we talked about before. Like, he already knows, but he wants you to be free to express it in relationship to him. How beautiful. And in this, we actually get to mimic the way that Jesus prays. Remember in the garden, he's going, take this away from me. I don't want it, but your will be done, Right? Not my will, but your be done. This is the posture that we are to have, that we can petition God, but we also praise God. And we hold in prayer and in life, we hold those two things in tension. But at the end of the day, what he wants us to do is be relational. Don't be fake about your relationship with God. Just come to him with your frustrations. Come to him with your praise. Come to him with your honor, but also come to him with your disillusionments and and your confusion. So, you know, maybe the reason we can't be honest uh, with God, you know, for many of us is, is because we really don't trust him. And what we know about Jesus is that he trusts God the Father even to his death. And even in the frustration, even in the hurt, even in the pain, he trusts in God's sovereign plan. And maybe our problem is we just don't trust him. So what could you do today to start being honest with God? What could you do today to start being honest with God? So be patient with us, oh God, as we learn to humbly petition and praise you. 
Be patient with us, oh God, as we learn to humbly petition and praise you. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time.